I don't want a new dress, I said. My mother plucked from her mouth 99 pins. I suppose there are plenty, she said, girls of 10 who would be glad to have a new dress. Snip, 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 snip. The cold scissors ate quickly as white rabbit round my arm. She won't speak to me if I have a new dress. My feet rattled on the kitchen floor. How can I fit you if you won't stand still? My tears made a map of Australia on the sofa cushion. From the hot center, my friend's eyes flashed, fierce as embers. She would not speak to me, perhaps never again. She would paralyze me with one piercing look. I'd rather have my friend than a new dress. My mother wouldn't understand. My grown-up mother, whose grasshopper thimble winked at the sun and whose laughter was made by small waves rearranging seashells on Australia's shore. A New Dress by Ruth Dallas That was thank you. Thanks, Maniza. Of course. How about I went first, you start. Tell me about this poem. Okay, so I I came across this poem in high school from mm. a high school teacher. So obviously my high school English teacher was a big influence. Uh-huh. I, I don't know exactly what to say. I, I really liked the kind of childish concern mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in here that the adults don't understand. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. could relate to that feeling mm -hmm. of my grown-up mother. Mm-hmm. Not understand what's <laughs> important to me. Mm -hmm. She thinks that the dress is important, this like material comfort, but what is important to me is actually my relationship, and she doesn't understand the balancing act mm -hmm. between mm -hmm. those things that I myself have, have to navigate. She thinks my li my world is much simpler, right? Than it is. Don't you remember that, like, from childhood, how the delicate dynamics of your relationships were just as complicated and specific as they ever have been right. that sometimes I look back and I think I think of children as being more simple and then I remember that it, it isn't that way especially with your friends uh -huh. um that they're the 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 dynamics are so subtle are so the power dynamics are so specific yeah um I love that I love at this at the beginning here. My mother plucked from her mouth ninety nine pins. I know, I like that. <laughs> that there's in the midst of this like very, um, I don't know, like just very real, alive, delicate um, problem. Right. There's a little bit of maybe it feels to me like childish exaggeration. Right. Ninety nine pins out of her mouth. If that's mm. what it feels like. Isn't that, that is what mm -hmm. it would feel like to a child if mm -hmm. told that there are so many. Mm -hmm. How would you describe them? Well, there are like 99 mm -hmm. different. I think that part emphasizes the childish um, perception mm -hmm. of the adult world, mm -hmm. which is like more complicated and mechanical, mm -hmm. I'd say. Mm -hmm. um, and at the same time, like the exaggerated perception yeah. that we as children have mm -hmm. about the adults' workings. Mm -hmm. In our lives, and it establishes such a such a, f a visceral feeling the, yeah. uh, the like of being of being plucked ninety nine <laughs> times with these little pins. Yeah. You know, you know when you're irritated, especially with your parents, and like every little 
every little feeling on your body or, you know, feels like it feels like it's amplified. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> I, I feel that kind of viscerally when I read that part of the poem. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And I think she works very hard to make us feel that in a very, mm -hmm. very physical way. Mm -hmm. So not only the 99 pins mm -hmm. being plucked from the mouth, but also the snip snip mm -hmm. and then the cold scissors mm -hmm. she, like you could feel the coldness mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we don't generally think about how scissors uh -huh. feel uh -huh. but she made us feel yeah the scissors yeah and the scissors ate uh -huh. like a rabbit so quickly could, like a rabbit you mm -hmm. could see anyway mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this whole kind of world of <laughs> things that are happening around the the speaker right right so all of that imagery really brings it alive mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. brings it alive mm -hmm. <laughs> i love how the circumstances of of the relationship she won't speak to me if i have a new dress are s are not explained <laughs> that you don't know what the, the thing is between them you don't know why she won't speak to her if she has a new dress and of course you can imagine but it le leaves me with so many questions. Mm -hmm. I co continuously keep wondering, why won't she speak to you? Like, oh God, is she, I don't know, is her friend very jealous? Mm -hmm. A very jealous kind of person. Or it makes mm -hmm. me wonder, maybe her friend is poor. Right. And perhaps her friend would feel like she can't associate with someone right. who has a new dress right. just because... Or it would exacerbate or or bring to the surface some thing, some difference between them that they right. don't want put right, in between right. them. And how kids can understand that, because you totally could when you were a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it almost, some about something about that um, intentional vagueness about their relationship and the dynamics of it just, I feel like, makes it burn all the more brightly through mm -hmm. the poem that all those little sensations of the mother, the snip-snip right. and the pins and the... I like how she says, my feet rattled on the kitchen floor. Like, we could see her <laughs> going... Yeah, yeah. Um, it just... it's w and, and she says it later. Um, From the hot center, my friend's eyes flashed, fierce as embers. You can feel that, that <laughs> as, as these sensations are snipping and picking at you, around you, uh -huh. that your friend's eyes are at the center of it all. Right. And you know that every minute goes by is jeopardizing that precious relationship or whatever that whatever it is. Um, it makes the poem so passionate. And mm -hmm. I feel like poems about kids or, or told by children are often, I don't know, oversimplified or sim simplified, simplified or um, infantilized a little bit. Mm -hmm. This feels so... Um, I don't know, just, it feels so embodied. Right, right. It kind of feels like an adult concern mm -hmm. from a kid's perspective that we don't generally ascribe to children. Mm -hmm. That um, we like to think, that we like to reserve for ourselves, mm -hmm. <laughs> for our own adult <laughs> world. But yeah. she, she really brings the child into this and they're so relatable too because I feel like I had that kind of experience too when I was a child. Mm -hmm. 
And I continue to uh, as, a, as a teenager and even as an adult, there are these kinds of experiences that, oh, would, would my friend mind if I do that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Because these relationships continue to be complex, but we often tend to look back at our own lives or like at, at least other children's lives and think, their life is so simple, mm -hmm. but in fact it wasn't. No, it, was it wasn't. Always as complex. Yeah, yeah. And I love. I don't know if we've. I could. I could be super wrong about this, but I don't know if we've done a poem yet that puts friendship so much at the center. That's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Oh, yeah. Even since last we have read together about the. Oh, just like the world of of. How to say just the world of diversity that there is among friendships and that mm. then and that there's no um I feel like we often box relationships as either like platonic or romantic and that's that sort of as though that should be enough to to cover everything but right. I've been thinking so much lately about friendships and how distinct and specific and meaningful they can be in different ways mm -hmm. that we don't often give voice to mm -hmm. something about this poem gets at that to me of uh -huh. just that it's clear that to the speaker this friendship is central it's like a weight-bearing wall right and that the simple fact of a new dress could jeopardize could jeopardize it in the way that we would you know you see People speak that way in love poems about the, you know, life or death, intense nature of romance. But I think it's just as true for important and friendships. And what is greater than when we are children, friendship is our greatest love. Because mm -hmm. that is the first time friends are the first people beyond our own family that we learn to love by mm -hmm. our, I don't know, we learn to love for who they are. Mm -hmm. So that's the first time I'd say we learn to love not by biology, but mm -hmm. by mutual understanding. Right, right. So, of course, mm -hmm. they were central to us when we were younger, yeah. before we shouted them apart. Right, right. And they still are. Yeah. I mean, if I think about it, they still are. They still are, mm -hmm. except that in our narratives, maybe, and in mm -hmm. our priorities mm -hmm. in life. We don't treat them that way. They don't get that central treatment. Yet. Right, right. Oh, I feel like a child part of me is rising up and, and I don't know, just feels very attached to that idea mm -hmm. in this poem. Like, I want to rattle my feet on the floor and say, no, like, you don't understand. Like, right. yes, these friendships are central. Like, yes, they are just as important as any conversation we could have about romantic relationships mm -hmm. or otherwise. And another mm. thing I think about is the way in which she is sh she is almost sure that perhaps her friend will never speak to her mm -hmm. again and there will be a departure of friendship. And I could relate to the feeling of, you know, loss in ter for friendships. Yeah. Even when maybe it doesn't happen in this dramatic way. Mm -hmm. Even when, like, people go off to college, mm -hmm. they go off to different colleges after high school and they know that they're going to lose their high school mm -hmm. friends and then after college they graduate and then they go off to their own lives mm -hmm. own separate lives and they're going to lose those friends again and we're losing our friends mm -hmm. again and again but 
I don't think we often take the time to contemplate mm-hmm. or to protest mm-hmm. against the fact the fact that we're going to lose our friends. Mm-hmm. We don't take the time to console ourselves or, I don't know, be upset mm-hmm. about the mm-hmm. fact that we're going to lose mm-hmm. our friend right. the way she... We don't tend to give clout to that. Right. Mm-hmm. I- and in a certain way, this little girl in this poem is a lot more aware mm-hmm. of her circumstances mm-hmm. than we adults are because we believe that being an adult means losing a friendship, mm-hmm. losing friendships mm-hmm. on a regular basis. And doing so casually. Yeah. 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 And she's much more aware and much more, I'd say, in tune. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, gu- I, I guess I have to learn from that. I know. I know. Yeah. We do have this one comment mm-hmm. to make about the last stanza. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How she says, my mother wouldn't understand, my grown-up mother, you know. Mm-hmm. That, of course, drives the point home mm-hmm. that this is where the conflict between her and her mother is coming from. Her mother mm-hmm. simply doesn't understand mm-hmm. her con- her concern. And I like how then she goes on to characterize mm-hmm. Her mother's laughter. Mm-hmm. It's like her grasshopper. She has this grasshopper thing, mm-hmm. which just like the bunny scissors, yeah. rabbit scissors. Yeah. Ate ho- and the we're both making scissors <laughs> gestures, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> in these pauses where we contemplate the scissors because it's so it feels so um, specific that way. Right. Mm-hmm. And and the ninety nine pins. Mm-hmm. She's again emphasizing yeah. the quickness with which her mother uh-huh. works. Uh-huh. Like her grasshopper thimble yeah. winks at the sun, so it's just it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. It's grasshopper mm-hmm. and it winks in the sun. It works so quickly. Mm-hmm. Her thimble mm-hmm. and her mother's laughter is made by small waves rearranging seashells on Australia's shore. I think this part, this way of characterizing her mother's laughter made me feel very puzzled for a very mm-hmm. long time. Mm-hmm. Why? On the one hand, we see this theme of her bringing Australia mm-hmm. into I was going to ask you what you think about my tears made a map of Australia. She's in New Zealand. She's a poet from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. So, But it does seem like, why is Australia uh-huh. coming uh-huh. into this picture so often? Um, and I still don't know why Australia is coming mm-hmm. into this poem. Mm-hmm. But when she says uh, s- her mother's laughter mm-hmm. is like small waves rearranging seashells, it makes me think of how waves rearrange seashells without any intention mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. thought. It just does it. Mm-hmm. But in the same way, her mother is rearranging mm-hmm, her life mm-hmm. without any intention mm-hmm. or thought. Um, and for her, it's not really a big deal. Right. Which is like, she's... She's laughing off mm-hmm. the rearrangement that she's creating mm-hmm. in her daughter's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the same thing too. That there's something. So as uh, a, her mother cannot be, cannot be vilified. Mm-hmm. Cannot be. Yeah, yeah. And in contrast to everything about her mother is the snip snip the rabbit eating quickly the grasshopper thimble the waves small waves rearranging seashells there's kind of a a a quick thoughtless delicacy like you were saying about the way she describes her mother versus when she speaks about herself 
The hot center, her eyes flashed, fierce as embers. She would paralyze me with a piercing look. Just the the contrast between the mother's thoughtless actions, just sort of subtly rearranging uh-huh. the contours of her life, where for her it's hot, it's f- it's flame, it's paralyzing, it's piercing. Right. Right. Um, those images are are fun to juxtapose. Right. So I- in a way. She's like a seashell, this tiny thing. Mm-hmm. And the waves are actually small mm-hmm. waves, not mm-hmm. big waves, right. small waves. So they're nimble, just like you described her mother yeah. to be in all of those ways. Uh-huh. So they're nimble and, and soft, mm-hmm. and yet, and her mother is displacing parts of her yeah. life in that exact same way that feels so so big to her. Mm-hmm. <sighs> What's the... F- feeling that you walk away from this poem with? Mm. I think I feel a sense of loss from this poem. I was going to say the same thing. Uh-huh. And also uh, discomfort. Because I don't know what actually happened, what would happen. Uh-huh. And I still don't know why her friend would dislike the poem the dress and did her friend end up disliking the mm-hmm, dress mm-hmm. did they end up stop stopping their friendship so i have questions what about yeah that? i i feel that sense of loss too i don't that you you said a minute ago um that her mother is displacing parts of herself and and i feel that at the end of this poem the sense of being displaced or discombobulated like have you ever had those moments where you are feeling such fear or loss maybe even without knowing why or without knowing how to explain it and you sort of feel like you're in the middle of the ocean looking around like not not knowing where you stand anymore and it makes me feel like that just this sort of like it's usually not very big but this sort of breathtaking feeling of like what's just what's just happened uh-huh. who will i be what, what do i do now i think i have felt that a lot with my friendships yeah that i lost or perhaps not even lost just you know that life happened to changed and in a certain way mm-hmm. i uh, i'd say that as adults mm-hmm. maybe the way we describe the motions of life or the motions of life that we have to go through are like the mother is in this poem where we have a certain arrangement of our life Mm -hmm. and then we have to go out and live our life and that displaces parts of ourselves, Mm -hmm. especially our friends. In the same way, her mother, Mm -hmm. it just happens to her and displaces parts of her life. This is a, a little tangential, but um, so many of the images that she's describing her mother with are uh, are from nature, mm-hmm. whether animals or or the ocean, the ocean's waves. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking about this because it's the first day of fall, and um, one of my favorite songs ever is "Landslide" <laughs> by Stevie Nicks. Do you know that song? Unfortunately, I don't. <sighs> it's fine, but it. <laughs> It, like, rattles my Capricorn heart because there's a line <laughs> where she says, um, can, I, can I sail through the changing oceans of time? 
can I handle the seasons of my life? I don't know. Aww. And there's something about the changing of the seasons that always makes me think of that. Like, that can I can I handle the seasons of my life? Understanding that uh, that the natural world around us will will always change. Will always be displacing parts of ourselves. Will mm. always be just relentlessly, almost you know, thoughtlessly, without emotion, right. without intention or vengeance or anything like that. Just rearranging the the map of our lives uh-huh. and then there you are standing on the shore trying to figure out where to go mm-hmm. from there and that reminds me of that here that her mother's actions are seem so thoughtless seem so kind of um uh of nature i suppose yeah. whereas her feelings feel so human and emotional mm. and vulnerable good yeah. really like that description <laughs> okay then I guess I'm going to do my version I'd love of what to it hear feels it. like to be taken over by nature mm-hmm. and be displaced. <laughs> <laughs> you have a heavier task <laughs> than I. <laughs> a New Dress by Ruth Dallas. I don't want a new dress, I said. My mother plucked from her mouth 99 pence. I suppose there are plenty, she said, girls of 10 who would be glad to have a new dress. Snip, 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 snip. The cold scissors ate quickly as white rabbit round my arm. She won't speak to me if I have a new dress. My feet rattled on the kitchen floor. How can I fit you if you won't stand still? My tears made a map of Australia on the sofa cushion. From the hot center, my friend's eyes flashed, fierce as embers. She would not speak to me. Perhaps never again. She would paralyze me with one piercing look. I'd rather have my friend than a new dress. My mother wouldn't understand. My grown-up mother, whose grasshopper thimble winked at the sun, and whose laughter was made by small waves rearranging seashells on Australia's shore. <laughs>